Hi, everybody. It's Kira from KiraWilliamsFitness.com, and today I have the pleasure of speaking to Jess Krasman. Um, Jess and I know each other from CrossFit, but Jess is a fantastic fitness and nutrition coach, um, also working in the online plat- on the online platform. Um, I'm going to let Jess tell you guys a little bit more about herself and what she does via her company, 1% Better Nutrition. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Um, I'm really excited to be here because I really like enjoying interacting with other people in the same um, communities and stuff like that and learning from each other. So this is really cool. Thank you for having me. Um, So I've been involved in fitness basically my entire life, but I've never really realized how big of an impact nutrition had until I went to college and, and learned a lot of stuff there and started to really apply it to like my real life and like things that I've learned. Um, and that's when my body really started to change and I saw differences in the, in the, in the gym with my fitness and stuff like that. So that's kind of what started to, um, spark an interest of me to help other people kind of do the same thing. So now, I mean, it led me to being a nutrition coach and also a a health and phys ed teacher for high school kids, which was really entertaining. Um, and after about six years, I decided, okay, I want to do nutrition full time. Um, and now I'm really big on nutrition education and just debunking like fads and quick fixes and helping people just relate nutrition to real life. Um, mainly because just over the years, no matter what I was doing, whether it was like coaching nutrition or coaching CrossFit or even when I was a teacher and, and, and doing health things there, just I realized no one knew even the basics about nutrition, let alone how to like decipher hieroglyphics on food labels um, and, and go through all the social media stuff. And so I really just wanted to help kind of clear that up for people and help them realize nutrition doesn't have to maybe be as complicated as they think it is. Um, and then they can make healthy choices and gradually make changes and apply it to real life and make real substantial long lasting changes. So I wanted to create something that helped educate people uh, to create better habits and, and really just apply it to real life. Okay, so I want to rewind just for one second. So you went to school and you graduated, became um, a health and phys ed teacher, correct? Yes, the second. So I went back to school. So I went to grad school for exercise science and health and nutrition and then went back to school to be a phys ed and health teacher. Um, and then I still do nutrition on the side. Because, you know, you're supposed to get like a big girl job, nine to five job and do all that kind of stuff. Um, so that's what led me to being a teacher. Um, and, and then I moved down here because I'm from New York. So I actually came on an interview to Florida, got the job that day and moved my butt to Florida and started <laughs> teaching high school kids. Okay. And then from there, you started working with adults um, on their nutrition and fitness. Yeah, I actually did that in New York as well. Um, and it was just more of a side thing as I was going through student teaching and learning more stuff. Um, and then once I moved down here and realized I kind of wanted to put my experience and knowledge, I just wanted to have more um, of an impact and be, you know, kind of leave the drama of teaching uh, behind me and really put my experience and stuff to a, a lot more good use. So that's when I went um, full time with it. But I've been helping clients um, since about 2012 um, as I was going through school and, and graduating from that. So. What is a goal that you hear all the time from women? Um, help me undo quarantine. <laughs> it's <laughs> usually something that I hear a lot often. Um, obviously, weight loss is a very common concern of a lot of women looking for a nutrition coach. Um, but I would say a lot of women also, too, just want to feel better and create better habits, and they just don't know how to do it. They're just tired of you know not feeling comfortable in their own skin, or they want to have enough energy to – get through their day and take on their career and still be able to have hobbies or play with their kids or just not feel like blah all day. Um, and I think a lot of women are starting to catch on that, 
you know, these quick fixes and shiny fads and things, they're not working and they're just over it and they want to make actual real changes. They just need that accountability and something sustainable to help them do that. So just a backstory for you, uh, those of you guys listening. Um, the What really like popped into my head when I decided I was like, I have to have Jess on this podcast because um, she and I were chatting in the gym um, a, probably a couple months ago and now, but we were just talking about how women get so hooked on the scale and they just like put so much value in that number. And so that's when I was like, you know, it just clicked. I was like, I have to have Jess on because I really want to talk to her about this and just really focus on, you know, women's fat loss and not just how to lose that, but also like that the scale is not a point of validation for ourselves. Um, so, you know, I definitely want, you know, feel free to talk about that as much as you want, Jess, and like really emphasize that. Um, because I think that that's something that, you know, women really need to hear more about just like, that's, that's not the end all be all to reaching our goals. Um, so what is a first step that you would recommend? Like when you have those, this lady come, a, a woman come to you and say like, Hey, listen, like I'm tired of feeling like crap. Like I want my jeans to, I want to feel good in my jeans. I want to feel good in my skin. Um, what's one of the first steps that you like to take when approaching a new client? So once, like, when somebody comes to me or I approach them, or I, I really like to just learn more about them um, because it's really hard to teach someone how to do something or recommend something when you don't know what their background is. So I just ask, you know, what are their goals are? What are they looking to get out of this? You know, if it, if it is weight loss or if it's maintenance or just feeling better, whatever it is, um, or what they've tried in the past, like what maybe what their family history is, um, things that they have tried and maybe been successful in or not successful in, just getting to know them a lot more um, and, and telling them more about me so we can kind of see if we gel together. Um, and it gives me a little bit better insight of knowing them and knowing what I know in my experience, like which type of nutrition plan can help them because not one thing is going to work for everybody. It's like one size fits all pants. It doesn't work. Trust me. I, I actually bought a pair once. It didn't work. <laughs> but um, so just getting to know the person a little bit more and to understand, okay, if you're someone who is, uh, you know, you need this or that or whatever, it, they might not want to count macros. They not, might need a little bit more, um, a general amount of things, an easier plan to follow. It's not so restrictive and things like that. I really like to get to know people a little bit more. And this could even be through like messaging online, or I usually like to call people if I can't, if they're not local and I, I can't meet them in person. Um, but I really like to get to know the person better. And so that way they feel comfortable with me as well, too. And a lot of times this, this gives them a chance to just like really let like unload some stories and tell me a lot about themselves. Um, just to get more information and to get more, um, you know, comfortable with each other so we can kind of dig a little bit deeper. I really like hearing that, you know, because getting a template, you know, is great. And it can definitely give you some ideas and can be a great starting point for some people. But at the end of the day, our lives don't really fit into a template. And I mean, if they did, like, that would be great, but it would also be kind of boring. Um, but our lives just don't work that way. And so just handing somebody a template and say, okay, here you go, eat this, you know, that's not really, that's not going to work long term. So yeah. I love hearing, I love hearing that you take, you know, the get to know you approach and don't try and fit somebody into a template. So, um, 
a lot of nutrition coaches and educators, you know, are, are promoting macros. Um, you know, a lot of people say like counting calories is like the end all be all. Um, and then, you know, some people suggest intuitive eating, um, and that your body will tell you what it is that you need. Um, so what value do you place on these things? And then do you feel like there's one that might be more valuable than another? Well, I mean, like I mentioned, you know, and you know as well, like not one thing is perfect for everyone. So you're going to have those people that are diehard, like let's say only calories matter. But I mean, that drives me nuts a little bit because um, more and more research is surfacing now about gut health and how certain gut bacteria proves to be like, that's incorrect. Even it's just based on the amount of like the content of the calories that you're eating. So some people will eat less and less, but if they're still eating the wrong things, that good gut bacteria is never going to get fed because it sits so low in your intestines. And you're going to store that food that you're eating in a way that can make you gain weight. So um, for me specifically, um, I have a couple of different style programs that I coach. Um, one is macro-based. Those are for those people who have a little bit of knowledge of macros and need a lot of structure um, with not much wiggle room and um, that they just they need things to be very stringent in a certain way, like my, OC, my wonderful OCD people. Um, the other is not macro-based, and this is more for just people starting out or those who need more timing freedom or those who don't want to stress about counting every morsel of food that they put in their mouth. Um, and honestly, I feel like that's where a lot, like a majority of people fall. Um, and I understand that personally because I don't, I don't count my own macros. Like I know how much protein I have every day because that's really the easiest thing um, to keep track of without really trying. But And I have a general amount of the other things. But I don't want to – I would rather focus on the quality of foods that I'm eating versus being so meticulous and, like, stress out about certain things that may or may not affect me as much. Um, and I feel like there's too much emphasis – on the whole if it fits your macros mentality and not nearly enough on just education and quality of food or like like they do the opposite. So coaches might just simply fail to learn more about the person before they tell them they have to do something in a certain way just because they do it. Um, so that's that's kind of a pet peeve of mine. Um, and and being intuitive, I mean, as far as listening to your body, your body will tell you a lot and if you listen to it. Um, and I kind of use that no matter what program I'm coaching. Um, but after eating garbage for so long, it's, you can't really hear your body anymore. So the good thing about that is once you charge, uh, start to eat better foods and change your palate and, and your body starts to crave better food, you will, you know, you'll be able to listen to your body a lot more. So there is definitely value in listening to your body. Um, and obviously in biofeedback, like how well you sleep, how your mood, your energy, how, you know, how, um, your hair, nails, all that kind of stuff. Um, so really there's a time and place for all the things that you mentioned, I just think I can't get on board with calories or all that matters because <laughs> um, it just doesn't promote overall health. And that's that's what matters in the long run. I agree with you completely, because if somebody's got, you know, bigger issues going on, like you mentioned gut health, then if you've got these if you've got the gut health issues and you're not digesting your food, like, does it even matter what? micronutrients you're putting into your body. Certainly the macros don't matter nearly as much if you're not absorbing the actual nutrients that you're putting in. So I totally, I'm totally in agreement with you there. Um, and then, well, a lot of women also rely on the scale and that was a bit, that's a big key point here, um, that I wanted to talk to you about. So many women are just so reliant on the scale as being that, form of measurement that they use um how reliant do you think that people should be on the scale 100 percent. no i'm just totally kidding so <laughs> i mean we just give way too much power to an inanimate object that knows nothing about us other than the amount of pressure that we provide it when we stand on it it's literally like 
you could slap a, a piece of paper on your face and put a number on it, and it means nothing. Like, I actually recently just did a, um, a week-long experiment to prove how drunk your scale can actually be, um, and I posted it on my YouTube channel. It's under, uh, you can search for OPB Nutrition, and you'll be able to see a couple of videos. Um, I, t- I try to make them entertaining as well. So, um, But, yeah, I, I have a one client who's very, very, she's just every day, all the scale, all day, every day, and she's just on an emotional roller coaster. And I just try to tell you, there's, the scale can be one of many, many use, uh, tools used to collect data, but it's not the only thing that matters. So you're, if you count on that for the only thing, you're just setting yourself up for, like, false hopes when that scale goes down, like, 0.5 pounds. And unnecessary disappointments when it when it doesn't move or goes up or whatever. Um, so long story short, I was on a three day weekend uh, at Universal for my 35th birthday a couple months ago, and I just you know I ate and drank a lot of weird things that I wouldn't normally eat, and um, I rarely weigh myself ever. I happen to know what I weighed because we were doing bench press the week before, so I just want to know like my body weight per to, to pound uh, lifted ratio. So I know it was 138 the week before. I came back on that Monday and I weighed 144.6. So if I was a scale person, I would be freaking out because I would thought, oh, my God, I gained almost seven pounds in three days. Like, oh, my God, my life is over. And, you know, I mean, and then you would also think that you're never allowed to go on vacation ever because I did something out of the ordinary and I gained seven pounds. But I knew better and that there was a ton of inflammation going on. and I'm still digesting stuff. and My body's probably like, OK, this is a little different. It's going to take a little time. Um, so I decided to continue to weigh myself that whole entire week. Didn't change anything. Monday, I went back to my regular schedule of working out and eating the way I normally would. Literally Tuesday, I was back to 140. So I I didn't lose all that weight in a day either. So it's you're not gaining fat in a day, and there's a lot of other things uh, that go into the scale than just what you weigh. If that makes like it's 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 more stuff. It's water retention. It's inflammation. How much you went to the bathroom or didn't. Your salt intake. Your sleep. Your stress. Hormone levels. I mean, the list goes on. And um, a lot of day to day change. Just fluid balances, whether how much water and, and that kind of stuff. So. It's a good tool to use in the long run um, over time. But if you're someone who stresses about it every single day, sometimes even every week, it's just it's really not a good measurement of success because it doesn't tell the whole story. And I always I tell clients, the ones who are obsessive, I tell them, you know, because we do our weekly check ins. I say, okay, I do not want you to give me your weight. As a matter of fact, I want you to hide your scale. I want you to put it somewhere super inconvenient. Yeah. And don't use it. And like you have to, you actually have to hide it because if otherwise, like it's just going to be there, like eating away at you and you're going to be eventually you're going to be tempted to go on it. So like just get rid of it. Um, well, I actually have two questions for you because I want to know what you recommend for measuring progress, but I kind of want to go back to your vacation eating, um, for a weekend. Well, I have a, I you know work with a lot of women who always ask me like, well, I'm going on vacation. What should I eat? And I always tell them, I'm like, whatever you want. So it sounds like that's kind of what you did at Universal for a weekend. What do you? What's your recommendation on? And what do you tell your clients when they go on vacation and they say, what should I eat? So I mean, everybody's going to be a little bit different. For me, I I know how I feel after I have a couple of days of not eating how I should be, like how I would prefer to. So for me, it's more of a fear of coming back and not uh, feeling so well. But I usually tell people like, listen, you know how to make these good choices. Now it's totally up to you. You want to take this weekend and and not worry about certain things. Go ahead, or you can kind of find a happy medium and make good choices when you can and when you want to. But if there's something out there that's like, oh, this would be a different, or this would be 
I don't like to use the word treat because it's like you're not a dog. Don't reward yourself with food. But, you know, doing things out of the ordinary, fine. That's what life is. That's the whole big reason of how I help try to teach people, like, if you're making good choices 80% of the time, that's what life is. You can go to those parties and those celebrations, those weekends, whatever. You're human. You should, you know, not have to feel like you're missing out on something just because you're trying to be healthier. Um, so, yeah, vacations are totally fine. They're normal, and you should be able to experience those things. And by that time, usually we've developed better habits to where, A, the person might not even want to go so far off course. Um, or when they do, they're like, all right, that was cool. I did that. Now I can't wait to get back to eating better because their body's craving those better foods. So there's nothing wrong with doing that every so often. It's just making the better choices more often. That's going to allow you to be able to do those things and not have to, quote, feel guilty or anything about it. Agreed. And that guilt plays, I mean, that's just such it plays like such a crucial role because I feel like the more that we as coaches, you know, make people feel guilty. Um, that's why I just kind of say like, Hey, listen, I want you to eat whatever you want to eat. If some of that, you know, are vegetables and some of that's protein and some of that's water, then awesome. But it's like that whenever you start to feel guilty, I mean, I remember at one point in my life, I felt guilty about eating bananas. (laughs) So, you know, it's just really important to create, um, like just a healthy relationship with food and help them curate their own healthy relationship with food. Exactly. Yeah. So going back to measuring our progress, what other tools do you recommend? I mean, literally anything else. I mean, you can do measurements. Like I do measurements for my clients um, around various parts of the body. There's so many body fat scales you can get now, Uh, how your clothes fit, your energy levels, your mood, your skin comments from others. So that's when you see yourself every day, it's really easy to miss things that other people might see. And that you wouldn't believe how much that changes somebody's perspective. Like, I didn't lose anything. And then they get a good compliment and they're like, oh, okay, look at me. Like, yeah. Uh, But you can go by your performance in the gym, how well you're sleeping, if your cravings have gone away and so on and so forth. I mean, health and wellness and like weight loss, success in this is not, it's measured in so many other tangible ways than just what the scale says. Um, and it just, there's too much anxiety, like you mentioned, revolved around the scale that it's paralyzing to people. It's just, so you need other ways to measure success for a couple reasons. One, so you don't weigh yourself every day and overanalyze it and then feel like you're not making progress when you probably still are. Um, but then also when it is time to weigh in, uh, say every week or two or whenever you do it or every month, you don't put all of your hope on that one little thing. And there's so much pressure on that one time that you do weigh in. So having a variety of different types of measurements is so much easier, better, and it'll show you more ways that you're succeeding that you probably wouldn't have even thought that you were in the first place. Yes. And, um, you know, you as a CrossFit athlete, you use a lot of performance-based goals. Are there any performance-based goals that you use with your clients? Oh, yeah, there's a ton of them. I mean, you can do you can do some simple things. I mean, not everybody does CrossFit, but I work with clients who maybe don't even work out much at all. Um, so some of them would be like, okay, I want to be able to walk around my block without breathing heavy. Or I want to be able to play with my kids for an hour and not be out of breath um, or just decreasing their mile time by 20 seconds or whatever relates to them and like whatever sport they're in. Um, or if they do weightlifting, like, hey, I want to be able to increase my back squat by 20 pounds by the end of this year or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Making it as long as they're smart goals, like they're specific, attainable or measurable. So there's something that you can it's not just I want to get better at fitness. It needs to be something measurable with a time-sensitive cap on it so you can see your changes and, and, and use that as a as a goal, as a measure of success versus something 
aesthetic or um, dealing with your, your weight or your body image and that kind of stuff. So something more physically empowering is always a really good thing to have um, in addition to or in place of maybe some of those not so great, like mentally healthy types of things. So what advice would you give somebody who has that emotional attachment to the scale? I mean, you, they need to replace. So there's nothing wrong with weighing yourself because, it, I mean, we can do that. But I feel like they should take that type of measurement and replace it with something else. So find something that's super easy to do and something that they can feel better about. Okay, this is how this pair of pants feels. Or I'm going to um, just take that habit and replace it with something else, if that makes sense. Just something that's also measurable that they can tell, okay, like taking measurements of your body. I know this is changing. The scale might not be changing, but my waist is changing. That's an obvious, tangible thing that you can see versus guessing what the difference is on a scale is. Because the scale might go down, but you might not have lost weight. You might have went to the bathroom more that day. But when your body changes, that's a much different, it's a much more um, truer uh, measurement as far as that goes. So then if somebody has, if somebody, you're working with someone and their overall goal is to change their physique and so that way they feel confident um, in their own skin, what are some other really great things that you use to help your clients focus on um, achieving their fitness goals? Like what are some other things that you do with clients just, you know, in the meantime, like if their big overall goal is like, I want to have a better physique. You mean like instead of in a place of what? Um, I mean like if just to keep somebody going. Like let's say you you get a client and you know that their their big overall goal is you know lose fifty pounds. How like what are some things that you use to keep them going even in times where they're struggling? Oh, gotcha. Okay, so I mean usually people have a goal in like the long run. I like to break it up in like more manageable chunks. Whether that's something to keep them keep their mind busy every day. Um, or something every single week. So I talk to my clients constantly, like every day, every week. Um, so it's just something to give them, like like a like a like homeroom. We get like busy work to do, but something that would help them reach their goal, but in smaller, manageable chunks. So they're not so focused on this big picture of like, oh my god, I have to lose 50 pounds in this much time. But oh, today I'm just going to try to make sure I get my 30 minutes of exercise in, or today I'm going to try to you know get my water take in, intake in. Or this week, I'm going to try a new vegetable every single week. Or just something to kind of depend, like, based on what their goals are. Um, just getting them to do little manageable things every single week. It could be even simple as when you go grocery shopping, okay, your challenge for this week is to read five new food labels or compare five new food labels that you maybe wouldn't have done before. And I guarantee they'll, they'll learn something new, and then it'll be like, oh, I can apply that now to when I eat this whole week. And it's like things like that that take their mind off of the pounds and the scale and stuff like that, and they're able to apply it and actually use it and they don't realize, like, oh, this is going to help me reach that goal. And a lot of times, too, it's these little things that they're noticing about themselves. They enjoy that because they either feel the difference or see the difference. And they're like, this is starting to matter more to me than than that number that I originally wanted, you know, for so far down the line. I like that idea. Um, just like the little tiny things. And by the way, so Jess and I were um, talking yesterday about this new app that I found, and I'm, it's probably not new to other people, uh, but it's called Fooducate. So like educate, but food instead of edu. <laughs> um, so anyway, actually, Jess, I was playing on it yesterday, and um, I found that they actually do. So for you guys listening, what you do is you use this app, 
and you scan the barcode of something like your coconut milk. And I actually scanned my coconut milk yesterday, and it does tell you about the sketchy ingredients. It does? Uh, Yes, it does. And so it gave my coconut milk like a B minus because it has natural flavors. So it will tell you. So that's something that could be kind of cool for those of you guys who, you know, your overall goal is lose 50 pounds, you know, um, learn about your food, like Jess said, learn. And so, yeah, so this app actually does tell you the sketchy ingredients and why your coconut milk is getting a B minus. I'm going to go scan everything in my house now. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so I love that idea. Just like the small, like break it down into small chunks. Um. So what are, just last question, what are a couple actionable steps that people can take today to help them become more fit and healthy while also boosting their body image and self-esteem? Um, what I think people really enjoy is just like little self-challenges. Um just like little things that they can do personally or even share, like challenge someone else to like trying to get more water intake. I mean, everybody can, water is easy. You can drink water all day long. It doesn't take too much to think about it. Um, So challenge yourself to eventually a goal of drinking half your body weight in ounces a day. You can start with a smaller amount and then maybe add each week or every day. Um, And like I mentioned before, like try one new vegetable each week. If you have kids, this is actually a great way to get them involved. Like they can pick the new vegetable or even, like, find a recipe to use it in, and then it'll get them more willing to actually want to eat it because they're like, I'll pick this out. Um, and then uh, another one I really like is just writing down your favorite affirmation and stick it up in, like, multiple places in your house and write it in your own handwriting because that, for whatever reason, that just makes it stick a little bit better. Um, and it's just a good reminder of yourself, like, every day, oh, this is, the, you know, this is what I want for myself, or this is what it means, and blah, 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 kind of like writing down your why, you know, the reason of why you want to be healthier, why you want to reach this goal. Um, just as a reminder for yourself every single day. So just something something little that you can do as far as, like, water intake or reading new food labels every week, like I mentioned before. So compare five food labels or use that. That app is really cool. Um, just something small and little that doesn't seem so overwhelming um, that you can do now. So making it really simple, little changes, they, they add up over time. I love that. Um, so where can people find you? You can find me on my website is opbnutrition.com. And then that's the same for Instagram. My uh, the handle is OPB Nutrition. Uh, my personal Instagram, I post a lot of fun. The gym underscore not a runway. And then um, also my YouTube channel, you can just search OPB Nutrition. It'll pop up as well. You guys and have to follow. Everything is OPB Nutrition. So it's pretty easy to find it. Y'all have to follow Josh. She's very, very entertaining. So. <laughs> Um, Jess, thank you so much for being on. Do you have any final thoughts or anything that you'd like to add? Oh, I mean, thank you so much. This is really cool. I mean, I love really combining just different ideas with other professionals and, uh, this was really a lot of fun. Thanks so much. Yeah. Thank you for being on and thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we hope you have a great day. Make sure you check out Jess OPB nutrition. Okay. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye.